Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Outsiders Assemble. We'd like to take this time to remind you that this is not a spoiler-free podcast, and we highly recommend being fully caught up in the MCU in order to enjoy each episode more deeply. We'd also like to ask you to check the description box for trigger warnings, as we do discuss topics that might be upsetting to listeners. If you wish to be part of the discussion, you can follow and DM us on Instagram at Outsiders Assemble. You can follow The Real Luna Rosé on TikTok to join our live sessions and leave a comment. You can email us at outsidersassemblepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voice message via Anchor for a chance to be mentioned in the podcast. Finally, if you wish to show your financial appreciation, you can send a donation through Buy Me a Coffee or subscribe to the podcast via Anchor for just 99 cents a month. Buy Me a Coffee supporters and Anchor subscribers will receive a shout-out at the beginning of each episode during our housekeeping segment. You can find all of our links and social media handles in the description box. There are so many ways to interact with us, and we really appreciate you being here. Now, on to the show! folks welcome to another episode with your hosts luna rose pronouns she they and me alan p Kason, pronouns he him here in outsiders assemble we tackle social issues as they pertain to the marvel universe amplifying the voices of communities that have frequently been overlooked in the fandom okay uh today we've got uh iron man 2 yes we do <laughs> You, you audience might be noticing uh, how much I was kind of uh, like wincing as I was saying that because uh, <laughs> I don't think it's a secret. This <clears throat> movie is not good. <laughs> I think it's the second worst MCU film. You know, I will say I when I watched it in theaters when it first came out. It was definitely a lot better in my head than what I just watched again. <laughs> well, you know, it uh, it just it's just a lot of uh, nothing, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here here's the episode where my uh, my Tony slander will like really like turn up a bit. Last week, was, it was actually kind of tame, because uh, the movie was good enough to where the Tony slander like wasn't quite that intense just yet. I'm letting you all know, that's as good as it's going to get for me. <laughs> uh, from here on out, uh, no mercy. <laughs> yes, um, one of us does not like Tony Stark more than the other. Yeah, this isn't a, this isn't a secret. We all know this. Uh, everybody who's been listening for a while knows now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I don't know what to say. Uh, that that was rough. <laughs> rough to watch. Yeah. Yeah, there's just like so much. <laughs> so like. <clears throat> So, like, it picks up, like, right where Iron Man left off, right? Where, like, he's revealed himself. I am Iron Man. It's all over the news, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. And so, what would you say 
was the lesson Tony learned in Iron Man 1. What did he learn from everything that happened in the first movie? What do you think? Well, let's see. Number one, one of the things he learned was that technology in the wrong hands is bad. Um, he learned that his pride is a major problem and ego. I don't know. Did he? Well, okay. Did he learn that? No, but that was a lesson that should have been learned. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. say that's a lesson he learned really at all. No. Um, it It's supposed to go, like, in the first movie, he learned, like, making weapons is bad, mm -hmm. and being a superhero really strokes my ego. Mm. Uh, I think is what we got from the first one. Mm. Good point. So, and it's made even more clear at, at the beginning of this movie, uh, which we'll we'll get to in just a second. But uh, there's a man like watching the news, and he's like sick, and he's calling for for Ivan, uh, oh. and Ivan comes out. So this this man is Ivan's father, and he's taking mm -hmm. care of him. Yep. And uh, the father dies right there. Yeah. Because he's just, like, really sick. We don't know what happened with him. And so, this is such a, like, you know, Revenge of the Sith, like, Darth Vader thing, because his father dies, and then he just, like, screams, but, like, not, like, in any, not really in an agonizing way, like, kind of like Vader in Episode 3, yeah. when he's like, no. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a, And it, I'm, like, laughing my ass off <laughs> instead of, like, being sad about it. Like, I don't care. Like, who is this guy? We don't know yet. Yeah, Why so, do I care that he's dead? Yeah, we actually didn't have a lot of time to figure that out. And, which is surprising. But then again, I get that could have been a director's choice because Mickey Rourke is a good actor. That's true. And that's who Ivan Vanko is. That, that's who Mickey Rourke is playing. And so it was really an odd acting choice to do the thing that he did because it just I bet it was like a director's choice has to you be. know you know what would make this scene even better <laughs> <laughs> if you don't scream no but just look angry and yeah, don't don't teeth. scream no because then it'll be too obvious we copied episode three of Star Wars instead you should just scream <laughs> In a really odd way. But, yeah, like, mm -hmm. not at all natural or the way normal people scream when they're agonizing over the death of a loved one. No, it, it doesn't sound like that so much as it just sounds like, I don't know, you're in pain or, like, physical pain or, like, constipated. I don't know. I was totally just going to go there because I'm like, so that's like that whole painful toilet experience. <laughs> That's what that scream was. Basically. <laughs> but anyway, Ivan's father left behind, like, a blueprint. Mm -hmm. And Ivan's checking it out, and he's, like, building it. It's, like, a dollar store mm -hmm. Iron Man sequence. Mm -hmm. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, with the whole blacksmithing the armor and building the little ring thing. And, yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah. That's and actually then, a great uh, description of it. And then by the end of it, it's revealed that what he's building is like his own arc reactor. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what? What is happening here? Yeah. 
What is going on? Hmm. Okay, so it's six months later. Six and, months later. And Tony is like flying about in the Iron Man suit. And he does a superhero landing at Stark Expo. Whee! And it's a giant party for billionaires. And there's <laughs> there's dancers there and like uh like a backdrop of the American flag, so it's like some nationalist shit. A little bit. And then like he takes off a suit in front of the stage and is just now wearing like a regular I don't know, tux. Yeah, probably some Tom Ford thing or something. I don't know. So, clearly he's enjoying the glory of being Iron Man. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, that's why he changed his mind in the uh, post, you know, at the end of Iron Man 1, the first one. He yeah, liked this the is idea. exactly why. <laughs> he loves the idea of being a hero. And, like, doing something that no one else can do, because I'm Tony Stark. And I, it's working, because a lot of people are now seeing him as a hero. Oh, yeah. When, like, what has he done again? He, uh, he, he beat up some guys in an impoverished village. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and, like, the only reason the village was impoverished was because of the weapons he made. Yeah, so is he trying to rectify that wrong see it's like no because he doesn't do anything else to help those people he doesn't like write them a check to like rebuild their village or yeah. like give them any resources yeah fix some infrastructure yeah, he, or he, whatever yeah he just you know pew pews the bad guys and then he leaves <laughs> <laughs> that's not help <laughs> <laughs> that yeah that's well it's it's help in the immediate but there's no follow-up America. <clears throat> yeah, ba yeah, exactly. Let's go in, shock and awe. Everything is like explosions and bullets, and then let's not do anything to help the country after we've exploited its resources. And this <clears throat> is why uh, Tony butts head so much with Steve Rogers, mm -hmm. because Captain America is what America thinks they are, but Tony represents how America actually is, capitalist, elitist, and like pro war and hmm. all of those horrible things. Yeah, cuz you know, you can't profit off of war if there isn't one, so it's become big business. Yeah, and so Tony is starting to give this speech about like the he created the longest period of uninterrupted peace lies. <laughs> um I'm like, dude, it's been 6 months. Yeah, there's been That's peace in the world for sad. six months. Yeah, and actually is sad though, but there is always a war going on somewhere in the world. Yeah, like uninter uninterrupted peace for who, Tony? Like, yeah. what? For who? Yeah. Like this is still like <coughs> in 2008. Like this was, uh, this was like during like you know Iraq, and then yeah. like there's also still like he lists off countries later. But, like, again, under, uninterrupted peace for who? For America? Because they are taking this isolationist approach now. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just going on, like, just this speech of, like, narcissism. And, like, he's celebrating himself, basically. And then he, like, tries to backtrack. and like, oh, no, it's not about me. 
It's not even about us. It's about legacy. So it's still about you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and he's just like, oh, for the next year at Stark Expo, we're going to invite the brightest minds to do a collective vision Lies. Lies. So many lies. <laughs> well, if he's anything like uh, Howard was, it's like, let me, yeah, come on in here. Show us your ideas. We'll appropriate them. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. That it, that's, or buy them off of you or whatever. I don't know. I mean, we saw a glimpse of that in the Agent Carter series. Yeah. Uh, with Howard. Where, yeah. like, they basically admitted, yeah, he steals people's ideas all the time. Yeah, and he just surrounds himself with people smarter than him and then takes their ideas because he has the money. Yeah, and then Tony is like, speak of oh, speaking of Howard, here's a video of my dad. Yeah. And it's like a video of Howard, obviously older, and he's, you know, talking about like the city of the future and all these things. Meanwhile, Tony is backstage and checking his his blood. So we we notice like a little thing that says blood toxicity nineteen percent. Mm-hmm. So then you're kind of like, huh, what's going on with that blood toxicity? What does that mean? Yeah, it's like, what do you got going on with your uh, blood there, bro? What's up? Yeah, and then um, he just. Steps outside, he's greeted by adoring fans and paparazzi, he's signing all these autographs. Um, we get a glimpse of like Stanley that like yes. with, like Larry King. <laughs> yes, which was hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, that that was pretty funny. And then there's this one woman who approaches Tony. Um I am drunk and I know I'm gonna butcher this word. Um what is she? What does she serve him? She like gives him a bunch of papers. Oh, a, the subpoena. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kate Mara, her breakout role. That was her big thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't. I don't actually don't know what which else she's in. Honestly. Well, she was in House of Cards. Okay, and, I haven't watched that. Um, and then like I don't know, she's been in a bunch of stuff. I've seen. Oh, uh, she was. Um, oh my gosh, Fantastic Four. Wait, no, 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 that wasn't her. Was that her? Who? Was she in Fantastic Four? I don't know. One of the incarnations? <laughs> I feel like she was. Anyway. Um, I mean, who cares? That movie also sucks. <laughs> so, Tony's at the conference at the White House. Mm-hmm. And they're grilling him basically about the Iron Man suit being a weapon that he needs to turn over to the government. And Tony's arguing, the suit is not a weapon. Hmm. And so they're like, if it's not a weapon, then what is it? And he's like, oh, it's a high-tech something or other. And then he's like fooling around. Oh, like high-tech not... prosthetic or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, he, yeah, he's, you know, he's being annoying. He's being, like, uncooperative with these guys and, like, Dodging questions mm-hmm. and like just making jokes the whole time. Yeah, no, definitely not taking it serious, even though it is a very serious matter. Yes. Yeah, and then he basically says like, "Oh, Iron Man is a part of me. We're one and the same." And like turning this suit over to you guys would be turning myself over, which is like equivalent somehow to oh, indentured servitude. Yeah. servitude. Yep. And sex work. He says prostitution, 
Uh, that was an outdated term. Uh, the preferred term is sex work because that's what it is. Um, but he, he does use the outdated term, which is prostitution. And I'm just like, how, how are those two things even comparable? I don't know how you got there, Tony. So he's being a pain in the ass. <laughs> and yeah. there's a weapons contractor who comes up and, you know, he points out how, like, basically, like, Tony can't save everyone is, uh, like, the gist of it. Because he's talking about, like, oh, like, what if these horrible things happen and you can't get there on time? Oh, yeah. And, you know, what about isms and what ifs, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Which, like, okay, I, I just need to point something out real quick. Um... This is, like, pretty much the whole argument in Civil War, which is whether or not these superheroes should, like, turn themselves in or, like, their weapons to the government. And Tony, right now, is, Mm -hmm. like, on Steve's side. Yeah, he's so, like, anti- He's like, I no, I created this suit. It is mine. Mm -hmm. It actually doesn't matter if it's a weapon or not. I'm not turning it over to you. It's my personal property. Yeah. Which, you know, okay. And, like... Fair. And, like, Steve... Steve, like... Said, no, we shouldn't have to turn ourselves over to the government. Because he had learned, like, just earlier, that HYDRA had Mm -hmm. infiltrated the American government. And he knew the government was corrupt. And he knew that they had selfish reasons for wanting to register all the superheroes exactly he's the only one who read the fine print and like knew exactly what it would entail and he said no yep and right now that's what tony is doing he's saying no Mm -hmm. because yes technically it is his property he made it yep he did which is why I cannot take him seriously in Civil War. Because he just does total he 180 yeah, he totally for, like, flipped. seemingly no reason other than to, like, uh, have, so a, have everybody else hold him accountable because he doesn't want to do it himself. Oh, that's possible. Although, I mean, he had just had that whole, like, um... Hadn't he at that point? Didn't he have that whole, like, interaction with the, uh... The mom of the kid who died in Segovia. Yeah, but here's the thing. That's not news to him. Yeah. It's not, like, this isn't the first time he's been confronted with, like, contributing to the death of others. Yeah. That's That's his whole character arc. He has, he somehow has to learn it every single movie he's in. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I'm sorry I don't buy it. Like, like, he acts all sad about it, but, like, he's been doing this forever. And, like, yeah. he didn't care up till recently. Like, this isn't news to him. <laughs> yeah. Was it because he'd never come to face-to-face with someone who literally a mom who lost her son? I mean, is it because it's always in on TV or broad strokes? Is that why he would have flipped like that? I mean, I just wonder if it... You went, oh, this is actually someone that I'm looking at who I'm responsible for their son's death. I don't know. I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are. So we are. We'll stick a pin in that for now. Yep, sorry, I totally drifted off into <laughs> So Rody shows up and 
Now he's officially being played by Don Cheadle. Yeah. They got rid of the other guy. Yep, they did. <laughs> so, scratch that. <laughs> this is what Don Cheadle looks like now. <laughs> he's just he's just got he's just so he's just like a little different. Yeah, slightly different than Terrence, but you know, hey, worked out. For yeah, him. he like just has completely different like facial features and like. And his mannerisms. He's like, totally he looks different. nothing like Terrence, but no. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's like, okay, well, recasting happened, you know. Sorry. Yeah, this is just another Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. And you're all wrong. He's always looked like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's awesome. <laughs> So yeah, Brody shows up, and Tony goes up to him, he's like, thank you so much, and Brody's just like, just shut up, <laughs> and sit down. Brody is so done with him. Yeah, Brody's like, can you just not anymore? And ever? so am I. I I feel so bad for him. <laughs> he's trying to like, vouch for Tony, and explain like, how the suit's not a weapon, mm. yeah. or some shit like that, and... Tony's still, like, doing his thing and, like, cracking jokes when it's not really appropriate. What? Yeah. So then they show images of people around the world attempting to replicate the Iron Man suit. Hmm. All of them failing miserably. <clears throat> yes. Mm. And, like, they, yeah, they show footage of, like, those replicas fa failing. Yeah. And, yeah, Tony is just like, yeah, they're they're bad at it. I'm mm -hmm. the best. Yeah. I just, pri just privatized world peace. I'm like... Yeah, what a line. It's like, okay. What? So, yeah, I get it. Okay, so you're stopping people from fighting. But, see, that privatizing world peace, it's, that's a lot more of a jarring uh, statement than you... Than it's, it's, it's played for yucks. But it's... Privatizing world peace. Basically, world peace only if it's profitable for corporations is what he's saying there. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, I don't buy this whole, like, I'm having a moment of clarity and, like, now, now killing people is bad huh. and I'm going to privatize world... Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. It reminds me of, like, when... Billionaires, not gonna name names, try to privatize, like being eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it should be a thing. Like I, I don't know. Like they, they'll start selling, say, like these super expensive eco-friendly cars. Yeah. That are like self-driving, but then like, they're so unaffordable, like <laughs> no no normal person who is not a millionaire could afford it. Hmm, yeah. They definitely put it out of the reach of the common person. So, you know, it, rem it reminds me of that. Hmm. And we don't need that. No. Like, this is what happens when capitalism exists. Yeah. Well, in its late stages, for sure. Yeah. Like, even, like, trying to get rid of capitalism is, like, privatized. Yeah. Isn't that... Oh, that's... 
Well, look at like the look at these like you know movies and shows who are owned by major corporations Uh critiquing capitalism. Uh huh. Like Disney's doing it now. (laughs) Yeah, and they are like the most capitalist corporation in the world. (laughs) Yeah, funny how that works. Huh. Weird. Yeah. You know, I guess uh, Disney Corporation and Disney Creative aren't the same thing. Oh, definitely not. Because, <laughs> you know, there are, there are people who just, like, really want to make good art. Hmm. And uh, they, don't, they don't like the corporation either, yeah. I don't think. And then the They're just not allowed to say that. Oh, no. You, oh, you definitely can't say that. But, you know, it's... Unless, of the, course, your name is Oscar Isaac. Well, yeah. You landed that, huh? <laughs> yeah, he still gets hired by Disney, even mm-hmm. though he's critiqued Disney yeah, for like, so many years. Yeah, how much power does that man have? <laughs> I don't know, but let's hope he keeps it. Right? So, we cut back to, like, Ivan. so like, mm-hmm. still working on his arc reactor. Yeah. And then we cut to Malibu at Tony's house. <laughs> and he's talking with Jarvis who's, like, trying to get him to, like, take care of himself a little more. And he finds that his blood toxicity is now at 24%. Yeah. And so what we learn, basically, is the more Tony wears the Iron Man suit, the more it affects his health. Yeah. It's killing him. Literally. Uh, Palladium is the compound that's killing him. Basically, like lead poisoning yeah pretty much so yeah that's that's pretty heavy like that like this is interesting i'm like huh he made this like really iconic suit and now it's killing him yeah that like that's interesting they could have they ran with that right i mean that would have been kind of an interesting way for it to well like huh this actually could have been a good plot yeah, and cha- actually, could have cha- that could have been a really good catalyst for his life change that he's doing. I don't um, know. Maybe his life change could actually happen. That'd be cool. So, Jarvis is also saying how he hasn't been able to find like a viable replacement for the core. Mm-hmm. There's just there's nothing out there that can do the job, and. And then he warns Tony that, like, Pepper is coming. And sure enough, she shows up, and she's very mad at him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's confronting him about a lot of different things. Uh, she starts out with the fact that he apparently donated uh, his entire modern art collection to the Boy Scouts for some reason. Yeah, just weird random stuff. Like... Yeah, like, like, weird, eccentric billionaire shit. I guess so. Um... <laughs> Still, none of it tops Howard just getting a pet flamingo. I mean... <laughs> just kind of... Good. Like, of all the eccentric billionaire things you could do, you should get a flamingo. Absolutely. I mean, why would you not? But, uh, yeah, but the whole, like, donating the modern, modern art collection to Boy Scouts, that makes no sense. What are the Boy Scouts going to do with the modern art? Right, yeah. Absolutely nothing, which is, I think, what Pepper was so upset about. Yeah, and I don't, I, I didn't catch anything else that she was mad at him about. The point is, like, he's, like, fucking up. 
and All like the time. not considering her and he like just doesn't want to talk about it mm-hmm. he blows her off he, he gaslights her he's like oh you're sick you should stop talking until you feel better <laughs> like this is like i don't know how pepper dealt with any of this and decided like actually yeah i do want to spend the rest of my life with this man <laughs> and have his child <laughs> Are you I sure? love, I love it. I love it when he blows me off and gaslights me when I'm trying to talk to him about something. Hmm. That's a good man right there. <laughs> and, you know, she's, like, doing all these things and he's, like, doing anything to, like, not talk to her, deal with her. Hmm. Um, he, like, puts up, like, Iron Man art. Yeah, and takes down some other piece that was obviously something eccentric and expensive. Yeah. yeah. Well, he also he also like pushes off like a piece of art that Pepper really liked. Uh huh. So like that's pretty annoying. And then he like they're yelling at each other, and he's like saying some bullshit about like not caring about the liberal agenda. <coughs> yeah, that was a that, odd thing. That was just, I don't know, I mean, it, I'm not saying it. it's not in character for Tony to say that, it absolutely is, uh, it was just, like, a little weird how it was thrown in there. Yeah, that was odd. I'm like, okay, uh, whatever, it, he would say it, it's fine. <laughs> so, this is the scene where he is, like, asking her to take over the company, like, this mm-hmm. is... Uh, this is yeah. the the great scene where he uh, lets her run his company yeah, and he gives, gives it to her. Yeah, because like... he just trusts her so much to take on a responsibility like that. Yeah. Um, and obviously this means that he respects her and loves her and like, you know wants her to take care of him and yeah. all of these things. But this is what people are talking about when they say that, right? Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're a good company. They're they're a good couple cuz oh, yeah. he gave her his company, which means he respects her. Hmm. Mhm. But like look at pay attention to what is going on, what they're doing, when he actually offers her the company. Yeah, they're arguing, and he's kind of going back and forth. Yeah, and then just almost like to shut her up. He's like, oh, I, oh there's an idea. I'm going to give you the company. It was a weird, I don't know. Yeah. It, it worked, the, but it didn't. No, the only reason he gives her his company is to shut her up because he doesn't want to talk about these serious things that he's doing that mm-hmm. she's trying to confront him about. Yeah, basically, yeah. He's leaving her to do all the cleanup work. Yeah, that's what's going on here. It's not romantic. It's not a sign that he respects her. It's a sign that he is a man-child who, like, can't own his shit. Hmm. So there. You heard it here first. Like, I want to make that very clear to anybody. He didn't give her the company because he respects her and they make a good couple. He did it because 
he doesn't respect her and expects her to do everything, and they're a bad couple. <laughs> he was her boss. That is. I yes. will remind everyone of this. <laughs> that is inappropriate. Yeah. What she said. Damn it. But yeah, he gives this whole speech about like, I've actually given it a lot of thought, and like I was thinking about who is the most worthy to take over my company, and it's you. It's always been you. And he gives her a glass of champagne. And she's basically steamrolled into saying yes. <laughs> yeah. And and then, of course, she's sitting there mouth agape, just all shocked. Oh, what? You know, I don't know. Um, yeah, so he gives away Stark Enterprises. Way to go, Tony. <laughs> yeah, this, this wouldn't be a good time to do that. Yeah, unless you just don't want to fix your own messes. Which he doesn't. No, he does not. He's actively avoiding it. So next scene, Happy and Tony are like, they're boxing. They got a boxing ring and everything. Of course they do. So <laughs> those of you who didn't know, this is actually the very first appearance of Natasha Romanoff. Or yes, it is. as she's called for quite a while in this movie, Natalie, Natalie Rushman. Rushman. <laughs> <laughs> and this is her very first scene in the entire MCU. She shows up, total bombshell, mm -hmm. and obviously, like, she's been newly hired and is helping Pepper with, like, the logistics of Tony signing over the company. Yep. And, yeah, both Tony and Happy are both so gross in this scene. I'm just going to say that. Like, as soon as she walks in the room, they're, like, ogling her and just, like, a, like being weird. And, like, Tony is, like, inviting her into the boxing ring. She goes in, and then he's just, like, happy. Why don't you get give her a lesson? <clears throat> so, yeah, she's a woman. Obviously, she wouldn't know how to box. Even though, like, she actually says in that scene, I have boxed before. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I will at least know the basics. Um, but, yes, I, I will let this big, strong man teach me boxing. Because, obviously, I am a tiny woman that doesn't know how to box. Mm. And you just know so much better than me, man. <laughs> On this week's episode they of are Man. They are mansplaining fighting to her. Uh -huh. Granted, they don't know who she is yet, but, like, that's actually kind of my point. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, okay, well, I can just look at you and tell you you can't fight because, you know, you're a, you're a woman. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that's not how that works. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, and then Tony's going to sit with Pepper, and again, I cannot stress enough, I don't know how Pepper looked at this man and decided, like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Tony it the way that he stares at Natalie is very uncomfortable um I have caught guys staring at me that way before it's not flattering it's not cute it's not funny it's scary it's dehumanizing yeah. and Pepper like calls him out she's just like 
this is going to be a pretty big sexual harassment case if you don't stop ogling her. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know if, like, she's, like, hee-hawing or, like, kind of joking about it. Just, like... I don't think she's joking. She's, like, this is this could happen if you mess with this. I, I think she was pretty serious. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. That yeah. they they just make they just make Pepper into such a pick me throughout the MCU mm. that like it's hard to tell when she's actually trying to hold him accountable or not. Yeah. Cause like she never actually follows through with any of it. No. But yeah, Tony is like basically googling Natalie. Mm-hmm. He's ogling her and googling her. Oh god. And yeah, yeah he's like finding out some more information about her, like, oh, she speaks multiple languages, like French and Russian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Latin. Yeah, Russian. Hmm. And then, like, he, like, sees that, like, she used to be, like, a lingerie model. Like, he finds photos uh-huh. of her, like, that look like a lingerie model shoot. Yep. So... Yep. Yeah, so Tony meets this, like, beautiful new woman for the first time, who seemingly is technically working for him, but even though she's now, like, working for Pepper, because she yeah. runs the company, but, like... He's still got that stark You know, power that, that whole thing. And, like, immediately he's, like, like, leering at her, like checking her out in a very, like, gross and, like, creepy way and, like, mansplaining boxing her and, like, getting happy to also mansplain boxing to her. Uh-huh. And now he's, like, looking her up and finding out information about her while she's, like, literally in the same room. Yeah. He could just, like, ask about her directly. Could. So. Yeah. It's gross. I, I can't, like... The, the, the whole scene made me mad. It really did. Mm-hmm. Like, it pissed me off. Just the way, like, he just blatantly object- objectifies women like that. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very obvious. Of course, we get this great scene where um, Natalie or Natasha uh, <laughs> immediately takes Happy down. Oh, that was, that was like amazing. In, like, one move. <clears throat> Yep. <laughs> so great. That was an impressive move, too. Gotta say. Wow. Yeah, that was a... Yeah, it was, it was just really cool. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, like, you first this is your first time meeting her, and she does that, and you're just like, yeah, I think that's Black Widow. Yeah, could be. <laughs> could it be? So oh, she so she asks Tony for like his fingerprint, which is like basically his signature. Yeah. And then it's all done. Pepper's running the company. And Natalie goes to leave. And Tony immediately turns to Pepper and says, I want one. <laughs> oh, I knew that was I want one. <laughs> oh man. I knew I feel like I, I don't even need to explain. Uh-huh. why that's gross and disgusting and not okay and sexist. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I, I, I hope I don't have to explain that to anybody. Yeah. Because I feel like anybody who needs properly. that explained to them at this point is, like, pathetic <laughs> as a human being. And probably not the type of people that would listen to this podcast. So who knows? <laughs> Again, I ask, how is Pepper okay with this? Hmm. I don't get... I mean, I get that it's... You like who you like, but... It just seems like it'd be so difficult... To... To put up with all of Stark's stuff. You know? His idiosyncrasies, his irresponsibility, his childlike behavior. I don't know. I would quit my job. Yeah. So they're in Monaco, and they're, sh they're showing up at, like, this party, which is, like, also, there's, like, a race going on. Mm. And, again, like, they're going in, and Tony is, like, totally hitting on Natalie, who is, like, again, an employee at what used to be his company, so inappropriate. Uh -huh. And Pepper also sees this and is fed up with him. She's fed up with him about a lot of things. Uh -huh. And then they, they go to the bar, and again, he's, like, blowing her off and, like, dodging everything. And, of course, like, drinking to, like, get away from it. And then they run into Justin Hammer, who is, like, a competitor mm -hmm. of Tony's. Yep. And, and Christine. Oh, yeah. So, this scene is, like, it, it's just, like, bad scene after bad scene. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. It just doesn't get good. No, because, like, Christine shows up, and they're talking about how, like, oh, Christine's doing an article about Justin Hammer. Oh, yeah, for Vanity Fair. For Vanity Fair. Fair. Yeah. Or, like, one of those stupid magazines. It's... And, you know, they're they're using, like, innuendo, kind of. Yeah. Where Justin's just, like... Yeah, she's she's doing a sprite on me, and then Pepper yeah, so, totally oh, yeah. like yeah. slut shames her again. Again, yeah, does, yeah, just, like, there's a, yeah, there's she a, did a, big a pretty big Tony. spread on Tony. Yeah, it's like, uh, and then Tony just has to bun in, and they're like, oh, and then she did a story. Yeah, I'm like, oh god, oh, god. ew. But, I, honestly, you know what? Tony and Pepper deserve each other. They're both <laughs> awful. Okay, that works. <laughs> they lit like they literally made Pepper a pick me because she here she is mm -hmm. again slut shaming a woman who Tony has slept with. Yeah, for like no reason. It was like it was like completely unprovoked from Christine this time. Yeah, she didn't do anything. Yeah, uh, and that that sort of shit is what enables Tony to like do what he's doing and like yeah. treat women like this true uh. so his blood toxicity is now at 53 percent he like runs in the bathroom because his health is deteriorating and yep. his blood toxicity has gone up dramatically from the last time oh yeah definitely started out at 19 Oof. yeah and now it's like a little over half yeah. that's a problem so, 
I feel like usually when people are having serious health problems, they, I don't know, they, they go to the doctor. Yeah, see, thing is, Tony, I'm sure, thinks he's smarter than any doctor. And I don't know, I just feel like he would figure it out for himself. Now, I don't know where else you were going to go with that, but I had some thoughts on that. It's like, you know that what you're doing is killing you. You would think you would stop doing that thing. But this speaks to Tony's ego. He would rather die being this superhero Iron Man than to just remove the palladium from... And, and, and it's ex accelerated when he uses the suit because it gives out so much more energy power but he's he would rather die than lose that that whatever superhero status yeah you hit the nail on the head god ego man Woo. seriously like it, it would quite literally save him if he could just drop the ego for like a little bit hmm. so yeah I you know, exactly what you said. He's dying. The logical solution is to stop wearing the suit that is killing him. Yeah. But what does Tony do instead? <laughs> he puts on, like, a racetrack suit. Yeah. And joins the race. Yeah, a race with a bunch of professionals. Now, yes, we all know that Tony's a good driver because that's always shown and everything. But, uh... Yeah, he yeah, and you can tell the driver, and he replaces the actual driver that's driving for Stark Industries, and he just he's a get out of here, and it's, it's just and you see the driver's all mad, he's all pissed about it, walking away. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah, you know. He just took some dude's spot. Fucking Stark, <laughs> this guy. <coughs> so like, it's like that whole stereotypical thing of like men not wanting to address their health problems hmm. uh, their uh, their solution to addressing it is to not address it and like do dangerous things instead yeah sure um, it's not usually this extreme it's it's usually something like I don't know Partying too hard, basically. Yeah, just living a hard life. Yeah. Yeah, just drinking a lot and really smoking a lot of cigarettes, or I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah, just engaging in risky behavior generally. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. That that is like kind of a stereotype. It is a little backed up by stats, though. Men are less likely than likely than women to uh, seek treatment when they're. Uh, presented with a health issue. Yeah. Like, they're, le they're less likely to do, like, regular doctor's visits and less likely to seek therapy and basically less likely to seek professionals to help them take care of themselves a little better. Yeah. Well, can't confirm I'm guilty of that sometimes. You know, I do think a lot of people are. Yeah. So, 
everyone sees them on TV, obviously, because this is being broadcasted. <laughs> and obviously, like, Pepper's very concerned about yeah. that. And then the race starts. Oh, man. And that's when Ivan shows up. Yeah. <laughs> and he reveals his arc reactor weapon. And he's destroying all the cars. Yeah. And Happy shows up and, like, he and Pepper drive off to go get Tony. And Tony's car is attacked. And he immediately starts attacking Ivan. They have a fight. And Tony's losing. And, like, being cornered. And that's when Happy shows up and runs Ivan over. Yep. And they're like, Tony, get the car. And, like, Pepper's yelling at him. Um, Ivan's not dead. He like blows one of the door- one of the doors off. That was crazy. Yeah, and then like he keeps blasting the car until it's eventually like, okay, I think it's time to get out. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Happy throws him like the case, which is like his suit, and you know he gets Happy and Pepper out of the way, and he starts fighting Ivan, and then. He finally, like, beats him down so that he can be arrested. Yep. And then he keeps shouting, like, you lose, you lose. We don't know what that means yet. Like, what do you mean he lost? Yeah. Yeah, you're the one going away in coast. What are you talking about? Yeah. And then Tony is taken in to see Ivan for some reason? Ah, yeah. What's that all about? Did just Tony uh, want to go he, visit him, or yeah, he wanted to find out. About, I think he wanted to find out how he had an arc reactor. Mm-hmm. I think that was his main concern. Yeah, and like then he goes in and he's just like, "Yeah, that was impressive. I like that." And then he's like giving him like critiques, like mm-hmm. little nitpicks. Yeah. And he's also just like, you know, you could have sold it and like all these countries or like the black market or something. Yeah. <sighs> I'm like, because his first thought is that money will fix it. Capitalist mindset. Yeah. That, that's basically it. Yeah. And like, money does fix a lot of things. I mean, it can. Yeah. Like I always say like the billionaires have enough money to, Pretty much solve hunger and homelessness. Yeah. And climate change and still be rich. Hmm. But not rich enough. I only have enough. They would still be billionaires. Exactly. Nice. So, yes. There are things that can be fixed by money because, unfortunately, that's just the world we live in. But yeah. money doesn't fix everything. There's some things you can't fix mm-hmm. with a quick check. That's and true. Yeah, Ivan points out how Tony's trying to rewrite the history about the Stark family. Yeah. And basically how his father, Anton, is like the true creator of the arc reactor and Howard stole it and then got him deported. Hmm. Sounds like a Stark story. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I, we uh, we gave uh, a more favorable review of Young Howard, but yeah, he uh, 
he got progressively worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> so, Ivan ends with, if you make God bleed, people cease to believe in him. Yeah. Which made me think of Infinity War hmm. with Tony versus Thanos. Yeah. And, you know, Thanos, like, uh, Thanos, like, gets a little cut. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, all that work for a drop, drop of blood. Drop of blood, yeah. It's like, oof. <laughs> but yeah, I I always think of this scene. Yeah. And I, and I always think, of, and I thought of that when we watched this. Yeah. Just because, like, you know, it, it feels like a, like a pretty nice foreshadowing. It kind of does, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Or, like, a very nice callback. Yeah. Because Thanos, I mean, he's not a god. He's a titan. Yeah, he's well, stronger than gods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was pretty clear from the get-go that, like, he's very, very powerful, and he won't go down so easily. Oh, yeah. Like, he's basically unbeatable. He beat the Hulk and Thor at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And <they're, laughs> those are the strongest Avengers. Yeah, that... That right there tells you all you need to know about how strong that yeah. Thanos is. So yeah. even though it mm -hmm. took so much work just uh, for them to like cut him a little bit, yeah. and then he still succeeded, yeah. they still made a Titan bleed. Yeah, it's like, oh, what? Yeah. So that was like the clue, like, he will be defeated. Yes. <laughs> Foreshadowing. I like it. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was that was very interesting parallel, and I don't know if they did that on purpose because this was still pretty early. Yeah, I don't think they did it on purpose. I don't. I don't think they realized how long this was going to go on. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't imagine uh, they had the plan fully in place at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had some broad strokes from the comics. That's all they had. So Tony's on his private plane, and they're, like, saying on the news about, like, how, oh, Tony Stark thinks of the Iron Man suit as a toy, and mm. he was talking about how, like, oh, they weren't making good suits, and they were never going to, like, make good suits. Yeah. No. And now these suits exist. Yeah. So that's pretty huge. You know, I thought... I thought he was going to stop making weapons in the first movie because he said no more weapons. Right. And now, look. Look at what's happening. He, he, he yeah. made another weapon right after he said he wasn't going to make any more weapons. Yeah. And that spawned more weapons and more weapons and more weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting how that works. So, yeah, he didn't even follow through on one of the lessons he had supposedly learned last movie. So fuck him. This is, this is, I'm being very serious. This is the lesson that he learns. Every single movie he is in, he learns that making weapons is bad. Right. And he shouldn't do it. Because uh -huh. that kind of defeats the purpose of world peace when your weapons are being used in war. That's true. You know, every... And then he solves his problems with another weapon. Right. Which then facilitates more weapons, like you said. Mm -hmm. And each movie, it gets worse. Indeed. I mean... 
and he did create the ultimate weapon, Ultron. <laughs> but yeah. that's later. We'll talk about that later. Anyway. Well, yeah, there's there's a whole alternate universe where Tony's basically responsible for the end of the universe. Yeah. So there's that. Yep. But yeah, we are getting ahead of ourselves. We are. <laughs> so another thing that bugs me. So like, uh-huh. again, Pepper is trying to talk to him. Yeah. Have this serious conversation about what's going on. And he comes in with, like, this breakfast. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look good. Yeah. It looked like he burned it. He probably did. Yeah. He says it took him three hours. <laughs> three hours to prepare a shitty omelet and, like, like sausage, bacon? I don't it know. It looked like sausage, I think. Yeah. It took him three hours to make that? <laughs> Obviously, he doesn't cook much, and he probably overthought it and analyzed the entire thing. Well, let's see if we're... <laughs> has this man never cooked in his life? He probably hasn't. He grew up rich, let's be real. I mean... He probably, had a, he, he probably still has a personal chef. Probably. Or he just eats at Burger, Burger King all Burger King, just gonna go there and you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think out of... I think out of all the red flags Tony displays in this movie, this one is, like, the most perplexing to me. Uh-huh. I get that weaponized incompetence is a thing with men. They definitely are better than... At, they, they are better at housework than they like to let on because they, they don't want to do the housework. They just want to make their girlfriends or wives do the housework. So they just pretend to be bad at it. <laughs> So I get that that's a thing. I just like, I don't know. I'm I'm so confused by this. <laughs> like, and like he wasn't even like trying to do something nice for Pepper. He, again, he's just deflecting. Oh yeah, well, that's kind of his go-to response for everything. Yeah, and then like he's asking to cancel his birthday plans and. Pepper is, is just like, what? No. And, like, also Tony is, like, trying to get her to, like, ditch a meeting. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I run the company now. Yeah. Pepper's trying to be, like, a responsible CEO. Right. And Tony's, who just gave her the company, is like, no, you don't have to. You can t- you can take a leave. You can yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. He's trying to, yeah. He's basically trying to get her to be like him. And it's like, no. Because well, she's better for the company. Yeah, exactly. She's actually trying to do her job. And Imagine Tony's just that. like, no, you don't have to do your job. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, he didn't because she did it for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, then Ivan escapes prison. And he's... Like, caught and taken to Justin Hammer. And, uh, like, they're, like, at, like, at his, like, private plane. And it's, like, all fancy. And he's, like, hey, let's eat. And then he's, like, hey, we can get you whatever you like. Yeah. Uh, I had this dessert flown in from San Francisco. And he's really, like, hyping up Ivan for, like, his attempt to kill Tony. Yeah. But he... It's just like, oh, except I have this suggestion. 
if you really want to destroy a man, just kill his legacy. They throw that word around a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think this movie is supposed to be about legacy. Yeah. I feel like that's got to be it. Yeah, they uh, tried to make it about that. Yep. So, yeah. Justin is, like, offering, like, teamwork and offering his resources. And Ivan talks in Russian, and then Justin just like, what? And then Ivan just asks for his bird back. He has yep. a pet bird somewhere, and he wants to get it back. And, like, he agrees to this thing. So Pepper and Natalie are both <laughs> on the phone basically doing damage control. Yep, exactly. And Rhodey comes in and is, like, asking where Tony is. And, like, Natalie is saying Tony doesn't want to be disturbed. And Pepper interrupts her and is like, he's downstairs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they made, like, Pepper low-key hate Natasha in this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's the not... two The two prominent female characters, of course, are pitted against each other mm -hmm. like for a brief moment of the movie yeah <sighs> stupid so yeah so tony is like doing research on anton and ivan yeah you know and meanwhile his health is still deteriorating and Rody comes in and says like hey i've been talking with the national guard and they're coming in and, like, taking your suits. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're going to take these suits by force. <clears throat> and, like, again, here, like, this is my whole thing about, like, he just made more weapons. He made, like, the one, like, Iron Man suit, or, like, he made two of them. Yeah. In the first movie. And now he's made, like, a bunch of suits. He's made yeah. so many suits. Why? Yeah. What's he going to do with them? Or does, did he just think like, oh, I need several backups of this suit? Yeah. Well, he's always, because he's a tinkerer. And he's like always trying to, well, I have an idea. So I'm going to make another suit to implement this idea. That's why he has the, all the different Mark versions of his suit. The point is, he, is, he lies so much. He yeah. says... yeah. I'm not going to make weapons anymore. That's not what I'm doing. And then he's making a weapon, and then he makes more versions of the weapon. Mm -hmm. And now other people are making the weapon. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, because once you see something like that, you know it can be done. Human nature is to keep trying. Trying to improve it. Make it better. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. The government is going to now take all of these suits and they're going to do whatever they want to it. Yep. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> Way to so, go, Tony. Tony is collapsing. And he does open up to Rhodey about the situation. Yeah. About the blood toxicity and, like, the fact that the suit's killing him. And Rhodey is, like being a good friend he's trying to offer him help and yeah. he's just like hey you don't have to go through this alone 
And Tony is being an asshat to him. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh my god. Rhodey is like sticking his neck out for you mm-hmm. to make sure your suits don't get taken away. Yep. And now you've opened up to him and obviously he wants to offer his support and he wants to be there for you. And you're like blowing him off and be like, actually I do have to do this alone. Yeah. And like you're, it's not even just like, you're just, it's not even like you're communicating like, oh, I have a hard time asking for help. Cause we, we have seen this play out in other superhero movies and TV shows. I don't think anybody, well, other than strange. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think anyone is like, nearly as much of a dick about it as Tony is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you're yes, right. and Stephen Strange also. But at least he apologizes for being a dick to his ex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does do that. So, good point. So, now <clears throat> we're in Queens. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> so now we're in Queens and Ivan and Justin are, like, walking, and, like, there's all of these Iron Man suits. Yeah. <laughs> it's very scary. Yeah, there's tons of robots. Ah! So now Tony's blood toxicity is at 89%. Ooh. This is progressing quickly. Yeah, that is not a good number. And... He's presumably getting ready for his birthday party. Mm-hmm. And Natalie comes in and, like, bring watches for him, for him to pick out, like, which yeah. watch do you want to wear to your birthday? Yeah. And they have, like, this talk. And, again, it's, like, Tony, like, really, really, like, writing that line mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with... You know, with a, just an employee of yeah, his former yeah. company. It still has a name on it, but see, that's the thing. He still has all that. Just even if it's not even legal power anymore, he still has that presence that he, yeah. that he can use. Yeah, it's just the way. Yeah, it's just the way he's like <laughs> talking to her. Yeah, like that would make me uncomfortable. And again, like because he has like that kind of power. Yeah. Like, I can't even, I can't even imagine, like, the kind of pressure to say no to, like, a man, like, that powerful. Ooh. Yeah. So, you know, again. Yeah. He doesn't tell her about, like, his specific health situation, but he does ask, like, oh, if, like, how would you celebrate, like, the last birthday party you would ever have before yeah. dying? Yeah. And she just says, like, oh, I would do whatever I want with whoever I want. And then she leaves. And then, naturally, Tony decides that that means he should get drunk at his birthday party while in the Iron Man suit. Oh, gosh. Again, bad, bad choice. <clears throat> A lot of people think this is like one of the worst Marvel scenes. Yeah. It's true. It is. It's it's really weird and awkward and off-putting seeing drunken Iron Man, you know, just whatever. It was it's a weird scene. Yeah. And like and like Rhodey is outside 
again sticking his neck out for Tony. Yep. And he like guarantees that Iron Man will be back on watch. Yeah. And like Tony's just going like crazy and Pepper is just like standing there watching it happen because she doesn't know what to do. And Rhodey like goes up and he's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, like I'm going up there to stop it. Yep. And Pepper's like, no, that's going to be a whole thing. You're going to make more of a scene. Yeah. Like, I'll handle it. He's just like, okay, handle it, or I will. Yeah, exactly. So. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, listen. I get it. I get that people sometimes piss themselves when they're drunk. Yeah. It, ha oh, it happens. God. It happens to the best of us. God, I totally just blocked this scene out <laughs> of my mind. <laughs> That's not really what I'm mad about. Yeah. It, it's it's just the fact that, uh, like, he did it on purpose. Like, it wasn't like he was too drunk to hold it anymore. He went upstage and it was just like, oh, do you want to know how I piss in this suit? I just did it, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, wow, okay. T like, first, TMI, but also, again, bad choice. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it, it was just, it was just a lot. Yeah, and it, and it showed yet another level of how irresponsible Tony Stark is. Yeah, exactly, like being. how much of a mess he is. Mm-hmm. And, like, Pepper is going up and, like, taking the mic and, like, trying to stop the party. And, like, still, like, trying to, like, get them all to leave with some dignity left. Yeah. And then Tony takes the mic back and basically keeps the party going. Yeah. And then he, like, accidentally blasts one of his windows <laughs> in the suit. <laughs> And then he realizes, like, people are loving this, and then he keeps doing it. So he's destroying his house. Yeah. He's drunkenly destroying his house with his suit. Like, what? Yeah, it's just drunken logic, I guess. I don't know. They like me, so I'm going to keep doing it. So, Rhodey gets one of the suits from the workshop. Uh-huh. Uh, call back to Iron Man 1 where he looked at it and was like, next time. Yep. <laughs> this is next time. <laughs> yeah. So he puts it up and he shows up and he tells everybody to go home. He's like, I'm only going to say this once. Yep. Get out of here. Yep. And he tells Tony to shut down his suit. Yep. And they get in a huge fight. And then... Pepper, like, tries to blame Natalie for this. Yeah, what was that about? That didn't make any sense to me. This is what I mean. When they, when I say they made Pepper into such, like, a pick-me. Yeah. Like, she just, she just randomly decides she has beef with this gorgeous woman for no reason. No reason. That's, mm. And she tries to t say, like, oh, ever since you showed up, I'm like, Honey, no. This no. is this has been a problem before, long before. Yeah, it's like this. You, Natalie showed up. Yeah, did did you miss the freaking whole first movie? 
Yeah, like. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a that seemed very unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I, yeah. But yeah, Tony and Rhodey continue to fight, and the house is destroyed. Uh-huh. And Rhodey finally is just like, "I'm shutting this down." Yeah. And then he leaves with the suit. Yep. He's like, "I'm keeping this." <laughs> And he goes to a military base in Mojave and, like, shows the suit to them. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tony is now hungover, eating donuts on top of the giant donut (laughs) at the donut place. Randy's Donuts? Is it? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that place where that... Famous donut. I think it's Randy's donut. This is probably the most iconic scene in the movie. Yeah. Just him hungover eating donuts on top of the building. <laughs> and Nick Fury is showing up. Yep. <laughs> like, hey, get out of that donut. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, hey. Oh, man. Yeah. Nick and Tony need to have a talk. Yeah. Over donuts. Well... <laughs> Tony is just like, I already told you, I don't want to join the stupid Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. And Fury notices the abnormal veins on Tony and realizes like, oh, look at this health situation you got. Yeah. And, you know, then Natalie approaches and she's actually Agent Romanoff. Hey, hey, hey she's got the Black Widow outfit going. Yeah. And she was basically tasked to keep an eye on Tony and, like, evaluate him. Mm -hmm. And I just gotta say, Fury is, like, the first person in this whole movie to not coddle Tony at all and just, like, tell it like it is. Yeah. (laughs) He's just like, listen, you're a mess. You become a problem, Tony. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you know how much other shit I gotta deal with? (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't have time for you. Yeah. Get your shit together. Yeah. Handle it, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, basically what he said. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he gave, I think he'd given out his last buck, so that was it. It was like. This he was the he, only one uh-huh. not impressed with his whole I am Iron Man shtick. He didn't care. He's like. <laughs> Dude, I know Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> so then Romanov um, like injects him with lithium dioxide. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to like, I don't know, help him out with his issue. Yeah, yeah it basically just abates the uh, symptoms. It yeah. doesn't fix anything. It just pushes the symptoms down. So, Justin gets Ivan a pet bird, <laughs> but it's not his pet bird. Nope. They just, like, bought him a new one, and it's not really what they agreed on. Nope. They agreed that he would get his pet bird. His bird. Did they think he was stupid? How would you not recognize your own pet? Well, if you're five years old and, like, your guinea pig dies. Okay, well, that's, like, yeah. So, like, that's the thing. As long as you're getting the guinea pig in, like, the right color. Yeah. Yeah, then it works. Yeah. That makes sense. 
But uh, that's when you're like five. That's when you're five, yeah. <laughs> Mo most people older than that can tell when it's not their pet. Yeah. Because all yeah. pets all got like different mannerisms. Yeah, yeah. And, and personalities. They, yeah, and they, and they have different like identifiers, just like little, okay, one feather's out of place or whether, I don't know, there's always something. Yeah, well, especially like the people who treat their pets like actual children. Yeah. They they will know the difference. Yep. <laughs> Don't even try it. Just either find their pet. Yeah. Or don't, but don't try to lie. Right, because it's not going to work. Yeah, so I have to call it out. It's not mm. my bird. And mm. Justin, like, says shit like, Oh, we gotta learn to let things go. <laughs> yeah. And then he not immediately he notices that the head on one of the suits is not a helmet. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, What is this? This is a head. This is not a helmet. We need a helmet. And Ivan says, <laughs> like, drones yeah. are better. Yeah, drones are better. Yeah. <laughs> and then Justin is just like, that that's not what we agree on. We need suits. Yeah. Not drones. And then Ivan, Uno reverses, just like, learn to let things go. Yeah! <laughs> I'm like, you should have gotten in this bird! Yep, exactly. That was a pretty good turnaround. I like that one. Uh, so then, Justin, like, goes to meet up with Rhodey and, like, the rest of the Air Force. Yeah. And basically, Rhodey is asked to present his suit to Justin. Yeah. And I love, uh, I do love Brody is kind of like, are we sure we want to give this to yeah. Justin? Mm -hmm. I think he's like onto him. Yeah. Cause he's terrible. <laughs> so Fury like kind of reiterates, like he tells Tony how Anton and Howard like, work together and then like Howard basically like stole his idea and then got him deported. Yeah. So Fury knows this story as well. And uh Fury also says that like, oh Howard thought that you would be able to finish what he started. Yeah. And this this strikes a nerve with Tony because he didn't have a good relationship with his father. Hmm. He has daddy issues. Yes, he did. And he, like, really resents his dad and how awful he was. And, like, like we get a very different picture of Howard than when we, like, actually, like, had met him before. Yeah. Yeah, like we said before, he gets progressively worse, which means he's not a really great father. <laughs> yeah, not really. And, like, Tony is, like... You know, going on about how, like, he never told me he loved me. He never even told me he liked me. He was, like, Sheesh. he was, like, shitty. He was, like, narcissistic. And, like, as he's saying this, I'm just, like, <laughs> that, that sound familiar at all to you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, this dude lacks self-awareness. I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like. I guess uh, superhero movies are what happens when the heroes don't go to therapy. Mm. Especially male superhero movies. 
Yeah. I'm like, these guys could actually do a lot better if they, like, went to therapy. Huh, yeah. And Tony's, like, at the top of that list. Yeah, it's true, because they all have a lot of psychological issues. They don't talk to anyone about it. They close themselves off. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Fury and Tony are arguing about Howard, and Tony is just like, oh, yeah, you just know so much more about Howard than I do, even though he's my dad. Yeah. And Fury is just like, I did know him better than you because he worked with me at S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Reveal. Yeah. And then, and then it switches back to uh, Justin uh, coming in and, like, checking out the suit. And Rhode is just, like, giving him the eyes. Mm -hmm. Just, like, I'm watching you. <laughs> well, because he's so sleazy. Yeah. And he's also, like, grilling Justin, like, about yeah. his intentions and about the suit and everything. Yep. So Tony is going through all of Howard's stuff and notices the blueprint the blueprint of the arc reactor and it's got like Anton's name on it and he's watching a video of Howard and like uh like he's shooting like all these like promotional videos and stuff yeah and then like um and then like Tony like as a child is like interrupting and he's like <laughs> yelling at him and like mm -hmm. calling for his mom he's like where's your mother yeah. go bother her yeah, and, yeah, and basically then some stagehand or whatever grabs Tony and just whisks him off. It's like, dang. So then it ends with a with a video of Howard, mm -hmm. like, addressing Tony directly about the future of the company, and Tony will change the world, and you are my greatest creation. Which, I mean, I would imagine that would mean a lot to someone with that kind of, that deep-seated daddy issue thing. Yeah. Tony doesn't look necessarily happy to be watching that video. No. Because then it means he'd actually have to confront his feelings. Mm. And he doesn't want to do that. Ew, feelings, gross. But it is interesting, especially now that Avengers Endgame has been out, like, I, I would just want to see more of, like, Howard as a father. Yeah. And, like, like what, like, what was going through his head? Like, we know he was nervous about becoming a father. Yeah, he yeah he was scared about that. What, you know, that, okay, the, the first five. Where was he for all that, I wonder? You know? Hmm. Hmm. Would he have been present? Probably no. not. No. <laughs> Probably not. Huh, yeah. He's like, I've got to work. Build weapons for America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it is, uh, it is interesting, like, again, without therapy and without addressing <laughs> your deep-seated issues, <laughs> even though you want to be a good parent, you end up not being seen that way by your children. Yeah. So... <laughs> Jeez. So I think this is the most they really touch on Tony's daddy issues for this movie, at least. Yeah. So, like, we got a glimpse of it. Maybe they could have explored it a little more. 
because that is interesting that part of uh tony's psyche um it's just too bad he never addresses it or just uses it as an excuse yeah but i digress <laughs> so pepper is doing more damage control and like as soon as she's like done with that tony is like he says that he like thought he should apologize and then he says he's not going to yeah which i don't understand the point in saying that yeah there was there were some odd choices in the writing um of this yeah even if he was apologizing like pepper's not having it she interrupts him and like is yelling at him because she's having to take the heat for him disappearing and not being iron man yep and then he also brings her a case of strawberries Yep. and she says the one thing i am allergic to is strawberries (sighs) and then he's just like hey this is effort this is progress be happy for me i'm (laughs) like tony you gave her a food that she can't eat. And then, he, and then he tries to make the excuse, oh, well, I knew there was a correlation between you and strawberries. And he forgot what it was. I know, it's like, dude. Like, they're, like <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I, re- I really hope I don't have to explain why that is not progress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, what, you, you expect gratitude... For bringing her a food that she is allergic to. Just because you remembered she that had something to do with her. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that the the bar is in hell. The bar is in hell. (laughs) (laughs) The bar is in hell. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, Natasha comes in and Tony's, like, teasing her about, like, her real identity. Yeah. And, like, Pepper, like, then leaves. And she's just fed up with him. Mm-hmm. And then... And then Tony is just like, ooh, Romanoff, like, good job. Like, yeah. yeah, how many identities do you have? Like, can you even really speak Latin? And... She responds in, in Latin. In Latin. <laughs> and she's just like, up yours, Tony. And then she leaves. <laughs> so that was really funny. Yeah. So, so as Tony is about to like head out the door, he finds the, the, the key to the future, the city of the future that oh, yeah. show up in Howard's videos. Yep. And he grabs it. And it's huge. He packs it in, like, his tiny little car. Yeah, he's got some little sports car convertible Audi or whatever. I don't know what it was. But, uh, yeah. And I'm just, as I'm seeing him driving with this thing, I said, dude, all you had to do was rent a truck. You're a bajillionaire. They'd be there in five seconds. Yeah. (laughs) So that was funny. But, yeah, he's scanning it, and basically what he finds is, like, multiple arc reactors. Yeah. Like, all over the city. Hmm. And then he finds, like, the material, which is turns out to be a viable replacement 
yeah. for his core. And Jarvis says, like, it's nearly impossible to synthesize. But, of course, uh, he, like, starts drilling the house. Yeah. Like, he finds one of the arc, direct, arc reactors in his house. Yeah. And then Coulson comes in. Yay, Coulson. He makes another appearance. We love Coulson. And... Yeah, and, and, like, he comes in while, like, Tony's working, and uh, Coulson notices the uh, the Captain America shield prototype. Yeah. And then I like Tony uses it for the drill. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's like... Like, he just looks at it and, like, doesn't even think. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's perfect. I need that. And then he uses it, yeah, just to level a freaking part. That's what yeah. he thinks of Captain America. Ooh, which... Well, we learn later about Coulson and all that. Yeah, so Coulson basically just showed up to inform us that he's been reassigned to New Mexico. Yeah. Hmm. What's going on there? Woo! So, yeah, Tony starts powering this arc reactor. And he, like, uh, he's, like, beaming up the workshop a bit. <laughs> and then he's able to like focus it and then he creates a new element and like uses it to modify his core which that is pretty cool that is pretty awesome so Ivan gets a call from Justin um, asking for the drone designs Yeah. and Ivan says they're not ready and then like he hangs up and it turns out he's just modifying his own arc reactor yep <laughs> so he's got his own plan up his sleeve. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, Justin later comes in and sees, like, Ivan just chilling out with this new bird. And he's like, oh, you like the bird now. You guys are buddies. <laughs> they take the bird and, like, throw it in a bag. Yeah. I would have murdered them. Right? Well, he definitely could have. I guess that wasn't his plan. Yeah. And they, like, take all of his stuff, and he's basically, like, threatening him, like, it's yeah. gonna get worse if you don't stick with the terms. Yeah, because he, yeah, he basically threatened him, uh, because he's not doing, in his eyes, his job. Yeah. Well, Ivan's got his own plan, so... Of course he does. It, it doesn't work. He's not scared. He's not intimidated. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty chill. No, he, he really didn't give a fuck about that bird. No. No. So, like, and later on, Ivan, like, gives Tony a call and basically, like, thanks him for his advice. Yeah. <laughs> on building the arc reactor. Oh, yeah, the double cycle thing. Yeah. 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 And he's like, the true history of Stark's name will be, re will be written. <laughs> like, everyone's gonna know. Oh? Is this why conservatives think of people who think racism should be taught accurately? <laughs> That's like, the true history will be written. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the truth. Oh. <laughs> and then he's like, what your father did to my family in 40 years, I'll do to you in 40 minutes. Oh. That's a pretty tall order. Yeah. So... Tony puts on his new core, and it mm. works. He's healed. Yay! No more, 
like he was dying, but now it's fixed. Mm-hmm. Yay. You would think there'd be a process of him getting better, but yeah. The movie would have been so much better if they, like, led with that. Yeah. Anyway. So, Pepper and Natasha show up at the expo. Mm-hmm. And they introduce, and, like, uh, Justin Hammer gets introduced, and he does, like, this stupid-ass dance on stage. Oh, my gosh, that was awful. I was, like, embarrassed for him. But, I mean, I guess that's the point. He's awkward trying to be cool. That's his character, but... Uh, to be fair, to a, lot, a lot of billionaires look awkward when they're trying to be cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, he introduces what's called the Hammer Drone. <laughs> and Ivan is, like, doing a little tinkering mm-hmm. to uh, get the drones activated. Yeah. And then Rhodey is called to the stage, approaching in his suit. And then there's a rumbling. And then Tony shows up in the suit and, like, lands on stage. Everyone cheers. And he goes over to warn Rhodey about Justin. Yeah. And, you know, he's asking where Ivan is. Yeah. Ivan controls the Rhodey suit and gets yeah. it to target Tony. And Rhodey's just like, I'm not doing this, I swear. Oh, man. And, like, Tony takes off, and then um, I, Ivan has Rhodey take off. Yeah. And then he activates the drones, and the drones start attacking. Jeez. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Yeah. And then Justin is, like, scolding Pepper for, like, letting this happen because she's the CEO, and, like, they're arguing. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then Natasha, like, pins him down and, like, interrogates him. Yep. And it's just like, who's behind this? Yep. Come on, you know. <laughs> and, like, he rats Ivan out. Of course. Which was expected. Yep. So then, they're running out, and, uh, Happy is doing, like, this weird, like, protective thing with... Natasha, just like, come on, we gotta get out of here. And she's just like, okay, I'll drive. And then he's like, no, 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 I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I love, I love, I actually do like the part where Ivan's like blowing shit up, and one of the drones like targets this kid in an Iron Man helmet. Yeah. And then Tony shows up to confuse it, and then shoots down. And it's like, thanks, kid. And then leaves. Yeah. Which, I mean, I get there's, like, bigger things to worry about, but I would have been concerned where that kid's parents were. Yeah, right. So, another gross scene. Um, The Iron Man movies are very misogynistic, I Mm -hmm. think, just in the way that these women are treated and objectified and shit. Happy watches her change through the rear view mirror uh, and almost crashes the car because of it. Uh-huh. And she's just like, watch the road. <laughs> yeah, man. That's gross. Yeah. Watching people change without their consent? That yeah. is sexual harassment. Yeah. So, 
I, I'm very sad that I find myself needing to explain this. I'm like, you seriously see nothing wrong with the fact that this guy is watching this woman change without her consent. And he does it to the point where he almost crashes the car. Mm. If, if I really have to explain to you why that's awful and like predatory, mm. I can't help you. <laughs> so, so I like, I also like that Rody is like telling Tony what the suit is about to do so that he can mm. like plan his next move. Yeah. And then it switches back to Happy and Natasha. And I like Happy's all like, oh, I'm not letting you go in there alone as she's like breaking into the building. Yeah. <laughs> and immediately there's guys that they gotta fight and she just takes all of them down. This is her first fight scene. Yep. And you'll notice like a, a very notable difference between this the shield suit that she wears in this movie um that was directed by a man versus what she wore in black widow which was directed by a woman yeah very different this suit is very male gazy and is not practical okay yeah it's like skin tight there's like no real protection for anything yeah, and how do you move with clothing that is that restrictive? Restrictive, it seems. Yeah, and like damn near impossible. she's she's doing basically like yeah you know, the pose, the sexy pose, the sexy fight moves. Yeah, <laughs> this is definitely early in. And like her hair is all done up. Yeah, what was with the curls? Those curls are awful. That is that is the, that is the worst hair that Black Widow ever has. <laughs> yeah. What was that? I don't know. I didn't like. And it's it, like though. all it's down and curly and in her face. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just wasn't. Uh... That like that hair could get caught on something. Mm-hmm. And that suit could rip. Yeah. I thought she was wearing heels in this one, but she actually wasn't. No. No, she had, like, basically combat boots on. Yeah, so at least there wasn't that, because that just would have been ridiculous. Well, yeah, that's just dumb. Like, who fights in heels? Come on. (laughs) That's the first thing to come off. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just stupid. It's it's not funny to look back at. Um... Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, just, it's Black Widow's first appearance, the first female superhero, and it's terrible. Yeah, it's, uh... She's basically just a sex kitten for mm-hmm. all the male characters. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Happy has beaten up one guy. And then he's all proud about it. I got him! I got him! And he's all sweaty. <laughs> and he looks down the hallway and there's like ten guys. <laughs> just laid out. Oh, that, that was pretty funny. 
Yeah. <laughs> so Tony's able to uh, get the expo blown up to like blow up drones. Yeah. And then Brody is still controlled by Ivan is pinning Tony down. And then Natasha is able to hack the computer and like deactivate his suit. Yep. And then, you know, she's asking, like, oh, how, how are you doing, Tony? And he's saying, like, my core, my core is better. Uh, I'm not dying anymore. Yeah. Pepper heard that. Uh-huh. <laughs> she didn't know he was dying. Because communication is not a thing. Yeah, and she's all upset that he didn't tell her, which yeah. is perfectly reasonable. Yeah. And like, he's blowing her off again. Yeah. And he's like, don't be mad. And she's like, I am mad. <laughs> don't, like, don't tell me how to feel. I am mad. <laughs> yeah, damn it. It's your problem. Stork. So, Rhodey comes to. And Rhodey apologizes in the scene. I don't know for what. He had nothing to apologize for. I mean, taking the suit and giving it to Hammer. To look at? I don't know, I guess. I, I guess, but he didn't really have a say in that? No, he didn't. But And, like, Rowdy even says, like, it's your fault, but I'm still gonna apologize. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I didn't like that. I See, I... If, if, it's, reason... if it's your fault, I'm not apologizing. What do I have to apologize for? Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe he's apologizing for his part in the whole situation. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, maybe, but... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And, like, Tony could have said, I'm sorry, too. Which he... Yeah. No. No, Tony doesn't know how to apologize, either. No. He does not say the words, I'm sorry, even once in this mm. whole movie. No. And he has so many things that he needs to apologize for. All the things. So then all the drones come in. And Tony and Rhodey are fighting them. Pepper reports Justin to the authorities and they arrest him. Yeah. So, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Nice he's, moment. He's frightening. Yeah. And then Ivan shows up in his suit. And I like Rhodey tries to shoot him with like the, oh, the hammer technology. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a tiny little thing that just. <laughs> it basically just. Ding! Is it. <laughs> Just bounces off the armor. That was hilarious. That, okay, that was a funny moment. Yeah. So then they fight him. And then they realize that, like, earlier in the fight, uh, earlier, like, in the movie when they were fighting mm -hmm. at the house, yeah. they, like, blasted each other at the same time and it, like, did a thing. Yeah, like the, um, yeah, the repulsor rays kind of swole, um, swell up into some sort of energy ball and just dissipate explode yeah exactly so they realize if they can do that mm -hmm. they can defeat ivan yeah because ivan's like in between them yeah like has grabbed both of them and they're like let's do this and then he will explode <laughs> kablooey and they do defeat him yay but ivan says you lose and sets off the drones yeah like they're set to self-destruct yeah. yeah they're they're bombs and pepper's 
in very close vicinity to them. Mm-hmm. So Tony is like booking it yeah. to get her in time. And he snatches her up just in time. Mm-hmm. And Pepper just like lets him have it. She's just like, you stress me out. Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot take this. Yeah. And it sounds like he's like trying to argue with her again. <laughs> yeah. But then he's just like, you're right. You deserve better. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. That's gross. <laughs> That's like a moment, I guess. Yeah. You're admitting it. And then, but then like they kissed. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was weird. This was just, they're, they're a weird couple. They actually are, and so then, okay, what, how, how would that work then? If now she's the CEO, it will not. Yeah, well, she, she quits. But she, she quit. That's true. Okay, so, okay. So she says, right. I can't take this stress anymore. I quit. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was, I was, I was thinking, how does that, how does that power dynamic work? I was just, I don't know, it just crossed he my mind. He does mouth. later say, it seems jokingly, like, mm-hmm. oh, how are you going to quit if I don't let you? Yeah. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, is there some kind of contractual thing? Who knows? There must have been. Yeah, I mean, you would think to turn over a multi-billion dollar company. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, anyway, yeah. Rhodey is on top of the same building as them and is like <laughs> watching them make out. <laughs> and he's just like, it looks really bad. <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, go away. And he's like, I got here first. Get a roof. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> and he's just like oh hey Tony just so you know I'm keeping this suit uh, <laughs> and then Tony's just like no and Brody's just like yeah I wasn't asking and then he leaves <laughs> so, <you're saying> it. <laughs> so now we got War Machine Woo-hoo! he was right earlier though Tony doesn't deserve the suit no because no. he, he wasn't Brody would use it so much better oh yeah War Machine is much well, War Machine's a badass. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So then next scene, Tony is at a desk looking at the Avenger Initiative report. Well, he's about to open it, and Fury takes it from him. Yeah. Like, That's classified. <laughs> it's not for you, man. Ugh. Well, then he hands over Natasha's report of Tony mm-hmm. and asks him to read it. Um, So here's what Natasha had to say about Tony Stark. <laughs> He's got compulsive behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And like he's he's making excuses for all of this, by the oh, way. Oh, for everything, like, yeah. Compulsive behavior. To be fair, that was like yes that was only like yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, no, Tony, it was like always. Oh god. <laughs> and then he's like, self-destructive tendencies. I mean, there were there were bombs, like like, yeah, I yeah. got hurt. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, you're not helping your case here. Right. <laughs> The one thing he does admit to being is mm-hmm. narcissistic. Yep. He's like, yep. <laughs> That's me. So, but so, I mean, I that, that you definitely can't deny. No. It's pretty apparent. So then, basically what they say is, Iron Man, yes. We mm-hmm. like Iron Man. Tony Stark, not recommended. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, again, Fury is just like, yeah, um, yeah we you're, love- you're kind of a mess. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he's not wrong. Like, you would be a liability, Tony. And, and we don't want that. Right. Well, because he doesn't, he definitely would never follow an order. No, not at all. No. And, yeah. And, you know, Tony is, like, so butthurt about this. He's like, mm-hmm. no, Iron Man is part of me. Like, how can you hire me without actually hiring me? Yeah. And basically what Fury says is, like, they would mostly, like, have him as, like, a consultant. A consultant, yeah. Yeah. And Tony gets up and shakes his hand and is just like, you can't afford me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then wow. and then he turns around and says, "But I'll waive my fee <laughs> if you'll do this." Yeah, like you need we need a presenter for mm. me and Rhodey. It's freaking great. Because we got a medal. <laughs> why? Why did they get a medal again? I'm confused. I from for saving people from whiplash, as opposed to I don't know. Yeah, uh, not really clear no. what the medal's for, but they get awarded medals at yeah. the White House, and then I love the dude that's, like, handing them the medal, Rody, and he goes up to Rody, he's like, mm-hmm. you're awesome, you deserve this, I like Rody. Yeah. And he says the same thing to Tony, yeah. but then, like, pricks him with the medal. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he took the little pin off and basically stabbed him. <laughs> Yeah. He had it coming. <laughs> and then, and then they like take are like taking photos. Yeah. You know, those president photos. <laughs> the ones you can tell were taken from a helicopter. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then and then that's how it ends. Yeah. And then the post credit scene is Colson driving out to the desert in New mm-hmm. Mexico. Yep. And he finds that whole site <laughs> and that giant crater. Yeah. And he just calls <laughs> in and he's just like, found it. Yep. And then it goes to black and then you hear the blast. <laughs> it's so good. Apparently, you, you like you saw this at theater and everyone cheered at that. Because obviously it was referring to Thor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, ah! Which again, the post credit the post credit scene was better than the movie. <laughs> That's true, it was. <laughs> this is what we always say. If the post credit scene is the best part of your movie, it's not good. As was as was the case with Venom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was the best part of it was post credit scene that's really sad but yeah and that's it that that's yeah so too which we obviously did not like that much yeah it's yeah it's one of the more forgettable ones yeah it's like eh. and i think that's why people forget how awful tony is <laughs> like they're they actually they're actually missing some stuff yeah that Shows that he and Pepper aren't a good couple. Oh, absolutely not. 
So there's that. Toxic. <laughs> Very. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, appreciate it. Next week, we're going to talk about The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yes, we are. So... <laughs> It, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna wager that it won't be as bad as we remember it. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. Because um, I feel like with Edward Norton as the Hulk, I it's definitely not doesn't have that Ruffalo vibe. But Edward Norton's amazing, so I can't imagine it not being good upon a rewatch. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people like this movie. Yeah. It's nobody's favorite, but some people like it. I was okay with it. But, you know. Yeah. So until next week, stay conscious and stay nerdy. Bye.